all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Thank you, baby Pee-wee, and thank you, my wonderful, wonderful fiancé, Princess Nemo-Fu. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Hey, this is Joseph Browley. Welcome to the Body of Christ Real Talk Quick Bulletin. The Body of Christ Real Talk Quick Bulletin. It's going to be a quick topic I want to get through, and I want to hit it at least about 15 minutes. It might not even take that long, but it's a quick subject I want to talk about. Okay. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening. All right, how's everybody? Blessed and highly favored in the eyes of God for you guys are saved and unsaved. God's desire is for the unsaved, which I can just say in the scriptural terms. In First uh, Timothy 2 and 4, God's number one will today is for all men and women to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. God's number one will today is for all men and women to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth in that format. First of all, salvation. First of all, he wants you all to be saved. Then he wants you to study and then come into the knowledge of the truth, which is the whole word of God. Okay. Now, what I want to get into today, I'm going to talk about uh, politics. And uh, I want to talk about the upcoming election. We have an election on November 3rd, I believe, that's coming up. First of all, I believe that what I'm going to do, something I haven't done in several years, I'm going to vote. Yes, I am going to vote. And I'm going to put my hand out there now. Why <clears throat> Excuse me. am I saying this? Some people probably assume the way I talk about politics sometimes that I already vote. But if you also been one of my regular listeners, you know, therefore, that I don't really pay, take a lot of stock in voting. And I like to talk about voting in the sense that I think everybody should make their own decision about voting. But I also put a lot of stock in why you should both vote and what is your motive and what policies you should be voting for, whatever side you vote for. Now, you have two parties. You have more than one. You had about three parties. They just made up a green party. I don't know too much about that. But the three main parties uh, is uh, the three, two main parties, excuse me, is Republican and Democrat, as you know. You hear more about those parties than independents and any type of other parties. Usually here in America, the United States, you're either going to vote Republican or Democrat. They also have an independent party, but usually the independent party usually have a lower crowd, and they are kind of caught in the middle. And most independents, I believe, always wind up falling on the 
more Republican conservative side in the long run. I could be wrong about that. But what I want to talk about today, uh, not only I'm going to decide to vote, and uh, the reason being is, first of all, I want to get this out there. I have no stock and full trust on politicians changing the world, period. I want to get that out there now. I don't have no full stock and full trust in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party to change the world. My full stock is not even being here on this earth. My full stock is Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to make this so-called utopia perfect. Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to set everything straight. All the evil, all the badness, and all the stuff that's going on now is going to be settled, period, by Jesus Christ when he returns on this earth. But even when he returns on this earth, me as the body of Christ, the church, I will not be here. You know, that's just another thing in itself. But I want you to understand, I don't have, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock and trust in politicians, but I will vote for the less of two evils. Okay, now, I usually don't try to coerce or try to tell you who to vote for, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just give you a little rundown. If you're living in the city of Chicago or any blue state, blue state meaning a democratic state, you need to really take stock and study and search on your party. You need to take stock and search on your party. You need to start off with the history and what your party stood for all the way back when they was first formed, whether it's Republican or Democratic. You need to do that. I put a lot of emphasis on that in some of my uh, podcasts. And I, and, I, and I try to get that out there for the voters, that the, the ones that's really into voting. Okay? All right. Now, I'm going to go about at least maybe 10 minutes, you know, hopefully. Uh, it's not going to be no longer than 20. Let me just put it that way. And what I want to talk about now, and this is something I said I would not do, but I, I really feel that I need to, I really need to a push here. November 3rd is a very important election in the U.S. of A. November 3rd. And I'm going to speak strictly to my black ethnic group and my Latino ethnic groups mainly. Not trying to X out the white community, but uh, listen to me closely. I want to speak on those two groups. Why? Because they are ones that be pointed out. Those two groups, the black group, ethnic group, and the Latino, Hispanic ethnic groups are the two that usually be played by the politicians. And usually their votes are usually the same. They vote for the same party. That's why I put emphasis on black and Latino, because also those two uh, group people, people groups, are very important on how the election goes as well. Now, you know, you have 30 percent of black people here in the United States. I don't know what's the percentage of Latinos, but I know the uh, the, uh, the white Caucasians have a bigger percentage. But the votes that both parties, especially one main party, always depends on depend on is the black vote, which is part also called the minority vote and the Latino or the Hispanic vote, whichever way they want to call each other. So those main two groups I want to talk to. Now, excuse me. What I want to talk to you about is this. 
I'm going to say something. And I talked to, uh, earlier about other podcasts. I'm going to say something. I'm going to read something out. I'm going to ask you. If you're tired of the things that's going on in your city. Research your party. If you're tired of all of the stuff that you disagree with. Research your party. You say, what party, Joe? What do you mean research party? If you are a voter, nine times out of ten, you voted Democrat. Okay, nine times out of ten, you voted for the Democratic Party. Okay? So, my issue is this. If you having those same issues and those same problems in your city, you need to maybe change your party. And I'm talking about the Republican Party. And I know that might upset a lot of you, but these are for the voters when it comes to the black and Latinos or Hispanic. You need to change your vote in your parties if things is not going the way you want it to go. Now, these are for the voters. These are for the one that has an issue with things that's going on in their city. Okay? Now, I also want to say this. A lot of you never really gave the Republican Party a chance. And I understand that because they never really reached out to you guys. You never gave that party a chance. Okay? But what I what I want to recommend, I want to read some things, some quick history. This is real quick. This is not the full broad history. But I want to read a quick history on the Republican Party. Please give me about 10 minutes, okay, on the Republican Party. Now, I advise you, please do your research on the Republican Party, but I'm going to also tell you, you're going to have a lot of run-ins and misinformation or misunderstood, some disinformation when you try to, when you try to search on Google. I'm going to let you know that straight up. So if you got another search engine, like maybe uh, DuckDuckGo or some other search engine, I advise you to do that. But if all you know is Google, you know, throw it out there. But you're not going to get a lot of truthful information. There's going to always be some type of rich monkey which they go throw in there because the media and Google is tied up with the Democratic Liberal Party to say all kind of negative things, mostly negative, about the Republican Party. Most of it is lies. Some of it is true. But most of it... Most of them are lies. I'm going to let you know that right up front. So let me give you a little quick history of the Republican Party. Now, I want you to do your own true deep research, and I'm going to give you some names to uh, do some, so you can get some honest research. Now, the reason I'm doing this that I think if you're going to be a voter and you've been voting for the same party for over 40, 50, 60 years, depends how old you are, and you've been voting for the Democratic Party, you are making a mistake, making a mistake because nothing is going to change. Things are going to get worse, okay? So my my recommendation is at least, you know, give the Republican Party a chance. And maybe this will help you give some true, get some true history on the Republican Party, uh, contrary to what you have been told by the left-wing liberal Democratic Party. I might have to do two sections on this because I want to stay to my work, keeping it about 15 minutes. So let me just read something. Okay, what... And when was the Republican Party started? What and when was the Republican Party started? Now, this is just a run-through that give you a taste. I want you to do your own research, your honest research, and don't give up if you are going to vote, okay? 
Think about this. What and when was the Republican Party started? Most of you all don't know that. The Republican Party started in Wisconsin on March 20th in 1854. Okay? It was started by anti-slavery activists who opposed the Kansas-Nebraska Act. I don't have time to break that down. You have to do your own research on that. Okay, okay so remember, the Republican Party was founded, started in Wisconsin on March 20th in 1854 by an anti-slavery activist group who opposed the Kansas-Nebraska Act. That ought to put together. They went against anti-slavery. They was against slavery, so they started the act. They started the Republican Party. Okay, here's the second question. Why was the Republican Party started? Why was the Republican Party started? Now, the Republican Party is also known as the GOP. That's the acronym for Grand Old Party. The GOP is the acronym for Grand Old Party. Okay. Now, why was the Republican Party started? The Republican Party started because there was there was an opposition. They wanted free market. They wanted a free market economy. They wanted to start a program that would reduce taxes. They fought against slave labor. They was anti-slavery. They believed in limited government. They was also referred to as the party of Abraham Lincoln, known for the abolition of slavery. Frederick Douglass and a lot of them was part of the abolition. I don't know if Harry and Tupper was or what was part of the abolition, but all of that was formed from the Republican Party. Some Democrats might want you to think it was them. No, but it was the Republican Party that was anti-slavery. It was the Republican Party that went against the old Dixies or Democrats or whatever that wanted a free market, a free economy, reducing taxes and fought against slavery. So that was one of the reasons that the Republican Party was started. Now, what, what type of people that was part of the Republican Party back then, Republican Party back then in 1854, they was known as Northern Protestants from the North, factory workers, professionals, businessmen, prosperous farmers, and after the Civil War, former black slaves joined the Republican Party after the Civil War. Did you know that? Former black slaves, former, put emphasis on former black slaves, joined the professional businessmen, prosperous farm, farmers, and, and after the Civil War, the former black slaves joined the Republican Party. Okay? Okay. What does the Republican Party and the African Americans have in hand? Now, listen to this closely. What does the Republican Party and the African Americans have in hand? Now, listen to this. The Republican Party promoted African American equality for its first two decades in Congress. They fought to end slavery and to give black men full citizenship. Did you know that? Yes, this is true history of the Republican Party. That was the relationship between the public Republican Party and the African Americans. That's why you had so many black men in Congress back in the 1800s because the black people was more in tune to be Republicans. They fought against Democrats. Democrats fought against Republicans. Republicans was had a very large following because of their stand back then in the 1800s. So the Republican Party promoted African-American equality. They believed in black American equality.
and that was the first two decades of their uh their uh founding and uh in congress they fought to the to end slavery and to give black men full citizenship that was start one of the also uh the uh, goals of the Republican Party. Now, what is the, what are the Republican Party policy, beliefs, and values? Now, this is very uh, important. Now, I'm going to get to this, and I'm going to tell you why this is very important. Now, these are some of the values, and these are some of the hardcore values of the Republican Party, the GOP, okay? One of them, free market, individual achievement, limited government, tax cuts, Reduced government spending, reduced spending by the government, privatization. That means they believe you do. Uh, they believe in you having you have privatization means you have things privately. You don't have to share it. Okay, personal responsibility, reduction of government welfare. Uh, right, the Republican Party also stands strong on pro-life. They mean they are anti-abortion. They are against abortion. Okay, they believe a marriage is between a man and a woman. They don't believe in since they are against same-sex marriage. They are strongly for a man and a woman is the way for marriage is the only way. They have strong, godly morals and principles. They are faith-based programs. They believe in faith-based programs. They are strong on defending the Constitution of the United States. They are also more strong on crime. They have a strong belief in the death penalty, freedom of speech, etc. They have a strong belief in owning your own businesses. This is just some of the things of what the Republican Party stands on, okay? Now, here's some, uh, you have different type of Republicans. You have moderate Republicans. You have conservative Republicans. You have Christians that vote Republican, okay? And most of the time, most Christians, most Christians vote Republican. Most conservative viewing Christians vote Republican. Now, what a conservative means conserve. If you hear that term, conservatism, Yes, but also, what does that word conservative mean? Okay, conservative means to conserve. In other words, when you want to conserve something, that means you're, you're, you're in opposition to change. You'd like to preserve or restore and establish what has already been established. You like to keep traditional ways. You, you are very limited to change. In other words, what's the old saying? Why try to fix something that's not broke? So that's a conservative stand. You like to conserve things. You like to keep things the same when it does not need to be changed. If you are prospering in a conservative way, if you are getting through in a conservative way and those ideas or ideologies is working and it's been working for 10, 20, 30, 40 years beautifully, you don't need any change. Why try to change it? Why try to radicalize it? That's what conserves me to keep the same when it does not need to be changed. That's what mess up a lot of things now. Even the Bible, people try to change things. They come up with different translations because they try to make it sound better and fit the people. Being, when you conserve something, you believe in keeping something the same when it's already working. And when you try to change it, that's when everything messes up.
it gets out of whack. So that's what conservative means. So if you are conservative, that's 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 usually your stand. You, when you talk to people, you hear a lot of people say, "Man, I rem- remember how it used to be in the past. And remember when we used to do this. Remember mom and dad used to do this. You remember the businesses used to do this, and everything changed. Now it's not like it used to be. I wish it was. I wish it was like it used to be. Why people said it because they had a conservative view, and that conservative view was changed and messed up everything. That's why things change today, even biblically, because people like to just throw a wrench in there and change something that they are against. Even though that system is already working, they might be against it. So conserve mean, you know, opposition to change or whatever like that. Now, let me give you a little definition of republicanism. What is the real definition of a republicanism? Republicanism is representation of government. It's like a civic virtue. It's a healthy reference for the uh, the flow of the word republic comes from the Latin word republic. In other words, a republican is just meaning an uh, individual, a self a self individual, self made. Now, there's many definitions. You can break down a definition, di- dictionary, whatever dictionary you break it down. But republican means you're standing on your own. You're for individuals. You're for you know individual rights and different things like that, and prosperity will sell as such and such and things like that. Republican is most mostly known as nationalist. You believe in the defending your own country and standing for your own country and different things like that does not mean you won't help other countries, but your country and your family or whatever should come first. You put them, you take care of them, then you become strong enough to go out to help someone else. That's also my definition of being a republicanism type of way. So these are definitions that I have gave you. Is a quick run through of certain definitions of the Republican Party. The reason I have done that because I wanted you to get a little eye opener because a lot of us have been lied to about the Republican Party. Now I'm talking about the founding fathers of the Republican Party. Now you have different formats and principles the Republican Party stand on, and some of these other things, earlier things like the you know the oppositions, the free market economy, the reducing taxes and stuff like that. You know anti-slavery, most Republicans, moderate or conservative or Christian, still stands on those main top principles very strong. Anti-slavery, marriage between a man and a woman, anti-abortion, free market, a strong economy, a strong military, limited government. They don't believe the government ought to be in control over your lives. See, that's, a, that's the stand, always going to be the number one stand of a Republican. For individuals' right, black, white, Latino, everybody should have an individual right. And you, should, you should be able to own your own business, and you should be have your own free speech, and you should be able to carry a gun legally. See, those are top standings for Republicans. If that's you, and you've been vote, voting Democrat all these years, that's my point. You've been voting for the wrong, part, or the wrong party because they are opposite of mostly all these things I said. The Democratic Party is opposite of that. They always have been, but they are more opposite that now far left wing. So if you've been voting Democrat, it's not the same moniker Democrats for your older people that's been voting back then. It's a left wing Democratic Party that you're still voting for and you wonder why you're not getting nowhere. This is Joseph Brownlee, a quick rundown on voting. It's very important. If you're going to vote, just give the Republican Party a chance. Donald Trump said this one thing and I agree with him. What black people, what do you have to lose? Latinos, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? 
Okay, give them a chance. I believe there will be a chance in changing your city if you give them a chance this coming election day. God bless you. Peace out. Love you all. Bye bye. Real talk with Joseph Brownlee. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.